Hey y'all, welcome back to another Foundation Friday. As you come into the live, make sure you invite a friend, invite a homegirl, a homeboy. Y'all know every single Friday, I go live at 3 p.m. discussing something to help you build a financial foundation, a strong financial foundation. So, welcome, welcome. I'm going to give people a little time to come on in. Hey, Alexis. Y'all, usually I don't record, well, I do record these. Well, of course, Instagram records these. But usually I will take the recording and put them on YouTube but um, and on YouTube exclusively. But today I'm also going to put it on podcast because today is going to be super good. We are talking about money management, all things management. Stop being so obsessed with making money and focus on managing what you already have. So, hey, everyone that's already joining in, invite a homegirl, invite somebody who you believe needs to hear this today. If you're new and you're just now jumping on, hey, hey, I am Kiani, the responsible homegirl. And every single Friday, I go live at 3 p.m. discussing something that's going to help you build a solid financial foundation. Usually, I'm twisting my hair, but today, y'all, I came looking a little cute. Let's get into the slick back. It's not the best. But it's gonna it's gonna hold over for this event that I have to go to tonight. So yeah, I'm not twisting up my head today. But okay, we're gonna go ahead and get started. So first thing first, um, maybe on Wednesday. I'm not sure if all of you know, but I do marketing and communications at my church for City in Columbia, South Carolina. If you have never heard of that church, go look it up because it's super good. It will change your life, it changed my life. But I say all that to say, this past Wednesday, we had a creative meeting because I kind of oversee the creative team. And during that meeting, one of the guys, he does videography. And we I don't, I can't remember what exactly we were talking about. I think we were talking about like procrastination and consistency or something of that sort. And he was like, y'all need to listen to this video by Miles Monroe, which is this old um, preacher. He already passed away, but he was like, it was a video talking about the principle of management so i was like mm. matter of fact send me that video because everything that he was talking about i was like mm, i really need to hear that so the next thursday the next day actually on my way from king street to columbia i was like let me listen to this video so listen to this video and y'all when i tell you it got me together it literally got me together after um i get off live if anybody wants me to send them the link i definitely will and when i upload this to youtube and podcast platforms i'll make sure i have the video link in the description box as well because that's how good this video was but inside of it dr miles monroe was talking about the principle of management most of the time we are around here complaining about um we broke we don't have no money just all of these things that really shouldn't be coming out of our mouths but we believe that because our bank account doesn't look a certain way that that's what it is when that's not really true but he was saying we do all this complaining Asking God for all of this different stuff, for more money, more blessings, blah, blah, blah. But we don't manage well what we have now. Period. So as I am listening to this message, I am also getting convicted as well. Because there are some things that I do very well in my finances. But there are also some other things that really needs room for improvement. Really needs things that can be managed better. So in every aspect of your life, ask yourself, am I managing this to the best of my ability? Why would I even want more on my plate if I can't manage well what I have now? 
Because money isn't going to change any part of your situation. It isn't going to solve your problems. All it is is going to expose you to what the issue really is. So if you have an issue eating out, you're probably going to eat out more. If you have an issue shopping, you're probably going to shop more. So don't think that by you earning more money is going to magically make all of your problems go away. It's not. Focus on managing what you have well right now. So y'all always know I say, if you don't manage your money, your money will manage you. So key, let's break this down. If you don't literally manage your money, your money will manage you. Your money will dictate what you can and cannot do, where you can go, where you cannot go, what trips you can take, what trips you can't take, who you can give to, all of this different stuff. I want to get to the point in my life where I can give and not feel it. Where I can go somewhere and not feel it. And all of that comes through process. It comes through management. Managing your money so your money isn't managing you. Period. So today I want to talk about five things that I got from the video um, that Dr. Miles Monroe was talking about. And I really, really, really want y'all to watch this video once I get off of live. If you want it, I will send you the link. And when I upload this to YouTube and podcast, I will definitely put it in the description box. So the first thing that he said was management is the primary goal of mankind. So if you are a believer, you already know that God owns every single thing. We think that we own stuff like, oh, I own this business. I own this house. I own my car, blah, blah, blah. But really, we don't own nothing. We are managers of everything. So how you steward something is basically what God can literally trust you with more of. So I want you to get in your mind. That's literally the first thing he said. Management is the primary goal of mankind. What can you manage? How are you managing it? And if you all over the place, fumbling the bag and doing all of this different stuff, what makes you think that you can handle more? It literally makes no sense. It's no different than um, we're growing up. And let's just say I am 10 years old, right? I remember, matter of fact. My 10th birthday, I asked my mama for $100. I'll never forget. Because at the time, I thought that $100 was just like so much money. Y'all, my 10th birthday came and she gave me two cards. But she didn't give me the two cards at the same time. The first card came in and it was just like $10. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to get $100 this year. I was still grateful, right? So then maybe like a couple of minutes later, she came back. She gave me another card with $90 in it. And I was like, oh my God, I got you real life could not tell me nothing i still have the card to this day but say for instance my same 10 year old self would have asked my mom for a thousand dollars do you think my mom would have given me one card with a hundred dollars and another card with nine hundred dollars please drop it in the comments tell me do you think my mom would have gave my 10 year old self a thousand dollars for my birthday if i asked her for it Hey y'all. Hey Henry. I'm just hearing American accent. <laughs> no, exactly. My mom would not give me no thousand dollars. Why? Because my 10 year old self doesn't even have the capacity to manage a thousand dollars. I don't know what to do with a thousand dollars. So here you are, us as grown adults, we own our job making thirty thousand, forty thousand dollars a year. But we're praying and asking God for us to earn six figures, $100,000 a year. 
but we don't even manage what we have well now. Our mind can't fathom what will you actually do with this $100,000? Because God is not going to give you something for you to waste it. Make it make sense. So if you want more, you need to manage well what you have now. Let that be the inspiration for you managing well what you have now. Proving yourself that you can manage what you got in your hands right now. You would buy a thousand lollipops. I am screaming. <laughs> I wouldn't have bought them because she wouldn't have gave me no thousand dollars. If she would have gave me a thousand dollars, one would have been crazy. That's like a thousand dollars down the drain versus a hundred dollars. Like a hundred dollars, that's nothing. Like my 10 year old self, I will go in Walmart and maybe buy two toys, the same toys I probably would have asked her for for my birthday anyway. So it's different a hundred dollars versus a thousand dollars. So the first one, management is the primary goal of mankind. So the second thing that he said was, whatever you fail to manage, you will lose. I want y'all to just meditate on that. Whatever you fail to manage, you will lose. Since I'm the responsible home girl and we talk about financial literacy, managing your money, all of that different stuff. Let's talk about the coin. When you don't manage your money, you lose your money. Same thing with me. Three years ago, 2019, when I was facing eviction, I did not manage my money well. And because I did not manage my money well, I did not have my rent money. So what you don't manage, you will lose. It will literally dwindle away. It will leave you. Why? Because you don't manage it. And that's all there is to it. So I really want you to think about it. Whatever you fail to manage, you will lose. And we're talking about finances, but I want you to think a little bit deeper. So if I don't manage my money now, what will I lose? What is this really costing me? Will I lose the opportunity to go on at least two vacations a year? Will I lose the opportunity to really build up an emergency fund account or an emergency account so when something happens, I'm not freaking out, I'm not stressed, I'm not swiping my credit card? Will I lose the opportunity to start a business? Will I lose the opportunity to invest in my financial future so when I do turn 60, 65 years old, I don't have to work? What will you lose? Let's stop thinking about just right now and think about the long term. I'm talking about the 10, year, uh, the 10 years from now, Alexis. The 20 years from now, Henry. We have to stop playing the short game. And I feel like I talked about instant gratification on the first Foundation Fridays. But instant gratification will have you thinking that you're missing out on something. When really all you have to do is just wait and play the long game. Patience is so key. It's so important. So the second thing, whatever you fail to manage, you will lose. Think deeper. What is it that is going, what, what is it going to cost you by not managing well what you have now? Number three, God's primary, um, God's primary measure of trust is management. God's primary measure of trust is management. So how can God trust you with more if you don't manage well what you already have? And I kind of spoke to this point a little bit earlier. Like if you have a plate, y'all know the saying, um, like God will not give you more than you can bear. We usually quote that when we're going through really rough times, really hard times. But I want you to think about that in a positive light as well. 
Like God cares that much about us that he will not pour more on top of us that we can bear. So yes, that includes money. He will not give you more money that you cannot manage. Period. Period. I want y'all to think about it because we don't really apply these same concepts when it comes to our finances. And that's why the video that I watched with Dr. Miles Monroe was so powerful because I was like, wow, this man is spitting so much facts. So much facts. So when we think about getting more, getting more, getting more, my pastor PT, he always says, there's so much more with getting so much more. Meaning you can shout and be happy about just all of this amazing stuff that's happening, but get over that elementary phase of being excited and happy. And the first thing you need to think about is, how am I going to manage this well? Oh, I got this new job promotion. Okay, how am I going to manage this well? Okay, I'm making $5,000 now instead of $2,000 a month now. How can I manage this better? I'm buying a new house. Okay, how can I manage this? How do you manage what you rent right now, your apartment right now? Oh, my dream car is a G-Wagon. But how am I managing my Honda Accord that I have right now? So y'all, when I heard that on that video, I was just like, wow, this is crazy. And it's not really crazy because it's true. It's the things that we always hear, but it's the stuff that we don't ever take action on. So I'm just repeat that one more time. He said, God's primary measure of trust is management. So the fourth thing, God will give more to effective management. God will give more to effective management. So y'all see how all of these things are really tying together. Don't ask for more on your plate if you're not managing well what you already have. And everything that I'm saying to y'all, I am literally talking to my own self. Like, I will never get on my platform and share some things with y'all about budgeting, about investing, about saving, about business, about all of these things that I'm not doing in my own life or that I'm not struggling with in my own life. Because there's no such thing as having it all together because nobody has it all together. But as you learn, as you grow, as you take one step at a time, then you realize, okay, this is an issue and this is exactly how I'm going to solve this issue. Or this is how I'm going to pay special attention to this issue. So when it comes to money, manage what you have well right now. You're making 30 grand a year. Make that 30 grand seem like it's $300,000. And yes, you it may not be $300,000 in your bank account. But how you manage it, you will be prepared for when you do actually make $300,000. Does that make sense? Yes, you will already be researching what are ways that I can invest my money? What are ways that I need to save my money? Where should my money be going? What are other things that I can do with my money besides making it, spending it, and barely saving it? Because those are the three things that we know how to do with money very well. So when you do start earning more money, when your business does start booming, you don't just have all of this money sitting in your checking account waiting for you to spend it. It's like, what are you working so hard for? Just to pay bills, have a little bit of money to shop, and then the rest go to fast food restaurants, gas, and whoever asks you for it? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So I want you to start, start, start right now acting as if. Acting as if you make $300,000 a year. Acting as if you make a half a million dollars a year. And really, you can take the cap off. 
and really just manage well what you have right now and start preparing for what it is that you want in the future. So number four, no, we are talking about number four. Number five, management attracts resources. This one I related to so well because I have already seen, or I've seen this in my own life, how managing well attracts people to you, attracts resources to you. When you think about resources, just think about people, money, opportunities, all of this different stuff. Some people think that, oh, I got to do this and I got to do that and just do all of this extra stuff to get access to resources when really all you have to do is manage what you have well right now, aka show up consistently. I cannot tell you the amount of people that I've met, the amount of things that I've been exposed to, the amount of opportunities that I received just by me showing up consistently as a responsible homegirl. These people have never even watched my content. Matter of fact, I can give y'all a recent example. So I had Marcus, he's the founder of the Black Food Truck Festival on my podcast last week. And me and Marcus, we know each other just from social media. He follows the Responsible Homegirl. I follow the Black Food Truck Festival. If y'all listen to the interview, then you can tell like the ins and outs of basically both of our businesses. But last week, he texted me. He was like, what's your email address? I'm meeting with somebody right now and they want to connect with the Responsible Homegirl because of your content. So you mean to tell me now I'm about to build this relationship with this whole other woman and some great things that she has going on in Charleston, South Carolina. And I didn't have to go to a networking event. I didn't have to email 50,000 people. Like, I just didn't have to do this, this type of stuff. But as me showing up as a responsible homegirl, showing up consistently, providing great content, quality content. I have Marcus on my podcast. It goes great. And Marcus actually enjoys what the responsible homegirl does outside of me and his interview. And then as soon as they start talking, boom. He drops my name. So when I tell you management attracts resources, it is so true. You do not have to do the most. All you have to do is manage. You do not have to do the most. All you have to do is manage well what you have right now. And I share that story. And I don't even know what's going to come from the partnership, what's going to come from when we do our Zoom call together. It don't matter. All I know is I'm going to keep showing up. And it has nothing to do with me, but everything to do with y'all. When I first started Responsible Homegirl, y'all, I didn't make no money. And I've said this multiple times. I did not make a dime. But I was passionate about making sure people didn't experience my same struggles that I experienced my last year in college. The financial stress that I experienced, the embarrassment that I experienced, the shame that I experienced, the mismanagement that I experienced, all of that stuff. When you get to the point where you're so embarrassed that you can't call your mama, that's an issue. So every single thing that I was sharing and that I'm still sharing to this day, it has nothing to do with me, but everything to do with somebody that does not know any better because I didn't know any better. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to be saving my money because, of course, I knew that. But I didn't know that there was more to money than just making it, spending it, and barely saving it. I didn't know that. But I thank God every single day for that encounter because without that encounter, it would be no responsible homegirl. So understand, you don't have to do the most. You do not have to do the most. 
Management attracts resources. Now, last but not least, number six. I think I said at the beginning it was five. It's actually six. Number six, God will not give you what you ask for, only what you can manage. So the same thing that I was saying earlier when it comes to your money. It's no need for you praying to ask God for all of this different stuff about your finances when you don't, like, you can't handle what you already have on your plate. Thanksgiving is next week, Thursday, and I cannot wait for this yams and macaroni combination, okay? I cannot wait for it. But if I go in the kitchen and I got pearl rice on my plate, I got macaroni and cheese on my plate, I got yams, I got a fried turkey wing on my plate, I got some collard greens on my plate, and I'm just imagining this plate. Y'all, imagine with me, okay? I'm just imagining this plate that's packed up. Now, when I get to a place, did I put my yams on my plate? Okay, if I didn't put my yams on my plate, I put my yams on my plate. If I get to the point where, dang, I really want some peas, but I don't got no place to put the peas on my plate. Will it make sense for me to put the peas on my plate? And now I'm risking my plate dropping on the floor or something wasting or me or like just all of this unnecessary stuff. I can't even enjoy my peas because the plate is so packed. I don't even need to put the peas on there. So the same thing with your money. If you have your money in your account and it's going to Amazon, Chick-fil-A, your rent, your lights, your friend that want to borrow $35, your sister that want to borrow $10, Amazon again, T-Mobile, you got all of these different things going on in your checking account. Or did I mention gas? Because gas prices is just, you know, the gas on gas. All of this different stuff. But you're just asking for more and more and more and more and more. But you're not managing well what you have right now. You're not saying, Amazon, no, I can't. I can't. I cannot. Not this two weeks. Your homegirl, yes, she really need the money, but you like, sis, I'm sorry, but I really don't have it. If I had it, you would have it. We didn't even hear emergency fund. We didn't even hear Roth IRA on the plate. We didn't hear none of that stuff. So as you are just looking through your account, I want you to think about it and really ask yourself, do I manage my money well? Most of us, we know the answer. And the answer is no. And I am not saying this from a place of judgment because I have been there before. And I still don't have it all together. Even with all the budgeting that I do, I still have to reel myself back in and be like, okay, Key, you're doing a little bit too much. Manage well what you have and actually stick to it. And I can get on here every Friday, get on my podcast every single week and share something with y'all that I believe will really help your finances. But if your discipline doesn't kick in, if the vision that you have for your finances, if that doesn't really make you move, if that doesn't really help you do nothing different, then there is nothing more that I can tell you. Y'all know that old saying that our um, parents used to be like, I can't want it more for you than you want for yourself. And that's very true. Nobody can want it more for you than you want for yourself. So for all the new people that just got on, I'm going to just take you through the six things that I learned from this video called Living Financially Free, The Principle of Management, and it's by Dr. Miles Monroe. 
if you want the video link after we get off live just dm me and i will send it directly to you and i'll also put it in um the facebook group that i created because fun fact last week we talked about paying off your debt asap pay off your debt as soon as possible that's what we talked about and then i created a group where we could really just hold each other accountable, encourage each other. I haven't been super active in it yet. I think we maybe have like two posts so far, but I am really going to get a plan together so I can show up consistently in that group. And all of the ladies that are in there so far can really pay off their debt between now and whenever. We haven't shared numbers yet, but we will share numbers really, really soon and actually create plans so that we can pay off debt as soon as possible and just manage our money well. Let's stop talking about it and actually be about it. Period. If you're listening on podcast, the replay, then you didn't see my hand gesture. But I'm just really serious about just all of this stuff because it's so important. It's so important. And if you mismanage what you have right now, like, you just you just can't expect more. That's just, it's, it's just not going to work. And if you do get it, you're not going to keep it. Anybody can get money, but can you keep the money? I'm going to say that one more time. Anybody can get money, but can you keep the money? We have heard all of these stories about celebrities, actors, um, athletes, all of these people who have made millions of dollars and end up broke. Capital B-R-O-K-E. Because it's not about how much money they had, but it's about how much money they kept. So I want y'all to think about it. It's not about what you make. It's about what you keep. So I'm just going over these last six things before I end the live. I will have the replay on my podcast and on YouTube. It's just so much easier to watch it on those platforms um, or rewatch it on those platforms versus on Instagram Live. So number one, management is the primary goal of mankind. Number two, whatever you fail to manage, you will lose. Period. Whatever you fail to manage, you will lose. Number three, God's primary measure of trust is management. Number four, God will give more to effective management. God will give more to effective management. Number five, management attracts resources. And then number six, God will not give you what you ask for, only what you can manage. So like I said before, I got all of these from this video called Living Financially Free, The Principle of Management by Dr. Miles Monroe. I will most definitely send out the link and the link will be um, attached in the YouTube description box in the podcast show notes. So that is all that I wanted to talk to you all about tonight. One last thing, if you want a resource for how to just start managing your money, getting like a overall broad picture of your personal finances, you can go to the responsiblehomegirl.com and at the top is going to be like a red banner that says download my free money management guide. Now inside that guide is going to kind of be talking you through like some steps of where you are right now versus where you want to be. So when I say where you are right now, what do you make on a bi-weekly basis or a monthly basis? However often you get paid, what do you make right now? What do your expenses look like? What does your debt look like? What does your debt look like? Last week, I asked some people on the call, I was like, do y'all know the interest rate on your car loan? Some people said yes, some people said no. If you're one of the ones you're listening right now, you don't know the interest rate on every single debt that you have, that's another thing that you need to do. Find out your interest rates. 
credit card. If you have credit card debt, find out what that interest rate is on your credit card. If you have a car loan, find out what the interest rate is on that car loan. If you have student loans, what is the interest rate on your student loans? Whatever loans you have, whatever debt you have, find out the interest rate because I can guarantee you nobody is lending you money for free, okay? And the interest rate really determines how much extra money you pay on whatever it is that you borrow. So income, expenses, debt, any investments that you have. So if you work a job right now and you have a 401k, how much is it how much is in your 401k? Now, I'm not telling you this so you can kind of be like just like distracted by the amount of money that's in there, but these are just good things to know. If you own a home, I forgot to say that on the debts, but if you own a home, what's the interest rate? If your home is free and clear, you already paid it off. How much equity is your home? How much is your home worth? You need to know your assets versus your liabilities. Get a full financial picture of what you got going on. What's your credit score? Is there anything on your credit report that shouldn't be on there? Y'all do know that all of these things are managed and, you know, by humans. Um, Sometimes there are tech errors. So it's just good to check behind stuff like that. If you haven't gotten a credit report in a while, you can go to annualcreditreport.com and they will give you a free credit report and you can see every single thing that has been on your credit. Every single thing. So y'all know every Friday, I give y'all something to kind of like go and do. The first one, I think we talked about um, budgeting and like basically creating a budget every single time you get paid. If you need help with budgeting, please check out the plenty of YouTube videos that I have, podcast episodes that I have on budgeting. And I have an ebook called Lifestyle Budgeting that talks you through the process. The second thing that I think we talked about was like savings. And I'll task everybody with creating a high yield savings account. A high yield savings account is different from a traditional savings account because they pay you a higher interest rate on your money. So if your money is just going to sit in a bank anyway, make some more money on it. A high-yield savings account is also great for an emergency fund because it makes it very inconvenient for you to touch your money. Y'all know we've been in Target before or we've been someplace and we just do that little quick transfer from our savings to our check-ins. Yeah, you cannot do that with your high-yield savings account. It's going to take you at least two days to get your money. So sometimes we have to put stuff in place to help us win. Talking to myself, I have a high-yield savings account. I need something extra when my discipline does not kick in. Just like you. You need something extra when your discipline does not kick in. And you need some more benefits than just that traditional savings account. So that was number three. Um, Maybe that was number... I don't know what it is. Last week, I told people to write down all of their debts. Join my Facebook community if you... um, if you wanted like a support group of paying off your debt as soon as possible and to know the interest rate on every single debt that you have. Sometimes people want to avoid their debt. They don't want to look at their money. They don't want to look at the numbers and what's going on. I'm telling you right now, get over that because the first step is actually coming face to face what it is that you're working on. And sometimes we just get so caught up in our head thinking that it's so much more than what it actually is. But I'm telling you, when you write stuff down on paper, 
when you write stuff down on paper and you get it out of your head, you're like, hmm, that's not that bad. I was overreacting for nothing. Keeping all of that stuff in your head causes anxiety. It causes anxiousness. Just all of this unnecessary stuff, all of these unnecessary emotions that isn't getting you anywhere closer to where you would like to be. So make sure you do those three things. Today, I am tasking you with watching this video called Living Financially Free, Dr. Miles Monroe. Hit me up for the link, and the link will also be in the description box on YouTube and all podcast platforms. So y'all got y'all tasks, y'all got y'all homework. Please remember, every single Friday, I go live at 3 p.m. for financial foundations. I say financial foundations. For Foundation Fridays, where I discuss different things to help you build a solid financial foundation. Next week, come with a homegirl. Come with a homegirl. Come with a homeboy. Because I want us to level up together. It's these weekly meetings that we're going to have that's really going to help you move forward with your finances. So before I end the live, does anybody have any questions? I'm going to scroll up to see if I missed anything. Henry said, I'm a responsible homeboy. I know that's right. Nay, the face beat. Thank you, sis. It's not even all that. I really think it's the light, but I take that. Thanks, my girl. Does anybody have any questions about managing your money? Anything? Oh, one more thing that I add. I said that today, um, I wanted you to watch that video, but it's also two things I want you to do. Yeah, you know, we got to turn it up a notch. The first thing, watch the video. The second thing, go to the responsiblehomegirl.com and download that free money management guide because that's going to help you just kind of, excuse me, kind of get everything out of your head and onto paper so you can start taking action. Y'all, the new year is right around the corner, but guess what? We do not have to wait. The new year is right around the corner, but we do not have to wait. One of my good friends, he always say, it's never too late to make tomorrow day one. It's never too late to make tomorrow day one. Meaning you do not have to wait to January 1 to say, oh, I'm going to do this different with my finances. I'm going to start managing my money better. I'm going to start budgeting. I'm going to start saving. No. How about start tomorrow? Saturday. Save something Saturday. Last Tuesday, I spoke at um, this thing called a Bonner meeting. So in college, I'm going to give y'all this really quick. In college, I was a part of this organization called the Bonner Leader Program. And it's basically a civic organization where they educate us on different like social justice issues. And we do community service. We receive a scholarship, all of this great stuff. And every single Tuesday, they have a meeting from 630 to 830. So last Tuesday, I went to speak at that meeting. And it was so good. It felt so like warm for me like warm and fuzzy because I remember being in those same seats that the college students was but here I am as an alumni coming back to speak and one of the girls was like as a college student with like inconsistent income how would you recommend saving like I don't make that much money blah 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 and I told her straight up I said stop worrying about how much money you have to save and just do it it's not about the act of saving it's about your consistency so if you can save $20 every single Saturday. There will be a time where you are earning more money and it's going to be easy for you to save $100 every single Saturday, $200 every single Saturday. But what we think is because we don't have the money there, then somehow we don't need to do the, don't need to have these same disciplines. But that's not true. Start with what you have and continue to do it. It goes back to our conversation all day. Manage well what you have. 
there was a stat that I read maybe about two years ago, and I don't even know if this is still true, but it may be, especially with the time that we live in. And it was like 70% of Americans do not have a $1,000 saved for an emergency fund. So if something happens, something blows up in flames, they don't have $1,000 for that emergency. So I'm like, mm, that's so interesting. But at the same time, I remember not having a $1,000 saved for an emergency fund. But guess what? If you save $20 every single Saturday, so $20 for 52 weeks, you will have over $1,000 saved at the end of the year. So it goes back to my point. It's not about the dollar amount. It's about the consistency. There are going to be weeks when you save in $20. You're like, you know what? I can save 40. I can save 25. I can save 50. And after a while, that savings is just building, 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 building. So I don't know who needs to hear this, but stop focusing on making more money. Stop focusing on um, just all of these things that just seems out of reach. And let your focus be on managing your money well, managing what you have right now. Now, as you are going through your budget, as you are going through your finances, yes, you may realize, dang, I got more bills than money. And if you have more bills than money, hit me up because there are some things that you need to do differently. You may need to decrease some of your expenses. You may need to quit your job and find another job that's paying you more money. You may need to have a season of sacrifice. It's just, it just depends on where you are and where you're trying to go. Okay. So I hope that today was great. I hope it was very informative for y'all. I hope y'all learned something. Nobody put any questions in the comments. So I'm not going to hold you any longer. The replay will be up ASAP on my podcast, the Responsible Homeworld podcast, where you can listen on Apple and Spotify. And it will also be up on YouTube. Last but not least, before I end, today I launched a vlog with me and my little sister Ziri. And it's called, Does Outside Really Cost $200? And throughout the entire, not the entire weekend, um, that Saturday, which was last Saturday, me and her, we just had a grand time and we just tracked our spending. And it was so fun to teach like my little 10-year-old sister subconsciously the importance of tracking what you spend. I already talked to her about budgeting and personal finance and all that type of stuff. So just imagine, I said 10, she's nine. When she turns, she's nine now, but just imagine when she turned 19 and she go off to college. She's going to remember these same things that we did for fun. I don't know why I did that because we actually had fun, but she's going to remember these same things and it's going to help her implement when she gets older. Most of us, we struggle so hard with budgeting because we just never did it and it's new. And with anything new, it's going to be a process. It's going to be something hard to adjust to. So don't be so hard on yourself. Give yourself grace, but also be on your own neck to know that if I do not manage well what I have now, then I should not expect more. Because more money is not going to solve my problems. More money will probably create more issues for me because I haven't tackled the roots of what it is. I haven't tackled me not being disciplined. Me not being able to tell myself no. Me not saving. So I know I have said a mouthful, but thank y'all so much for rocking with me from three till now. Today we talked about all things money management. The replay will be available on YouTube and podcasts. Always remember, with exposure 
execution and consistency there is absolutely nothing you can't do see y'all next week bring a home girl bring a home girl all right bye y'all